Yo, fly, I, I know you said not to worry about that, but God, that sounded awful. That sounded like I mean, shit. <laughs> I mean, that was... <laughs> boy. Yeah, I think it's, it's uh, so warm out tonight. It probably you know, affects the music uh, vapors. Oh, absolutely. Air, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. The humidity uh, comes the just rain. About, yeah. Right. Just about to say thing, music vapors. That's what it does. And, so you get a folks, if, if you're joining us for the first time, that's ex- just exactly what we are for you at the Broken Campfire Podcast. Um, you know, music vapors. I'm Andy. I'm joined with, joined by John Flask and Greg. Yeah, but I've actually joined with Andy. We're conjoined now. Um, just, uh, you know, we're in the same studio, so it's fine. We can still do the podcast. We we opted out of that. We didn't want to, we didn't want to do that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Also, it was a failure. We're also joined by Vito, who, uh, for the last week and a half, first two weeks or so, has been on a silent uh, strike. He's taking a vow of silence. silence. <laughs> exactly, Greg. Um, uh, Vito is shaking his head. Uh, he doesn't look very happy about it. But you know, um, what, what was he striking again? I, I can't even remember. And I don't know, but he's us. like he, he's miming the the, uh, the troll face. Remember the meme or like the troll face? The, Vito, he's miming that with Vito his face. Is, Vito, it's not it's not even funny as a meme anymore. You can't like well, just you know, do I I do recall what he's actually silent about, but it's just gonna have to wait till my round table. Oh okay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. uh, well Now we'll he's making the rage there, face. What an what an idiot. He's so out of date and out of touch. Vito, you can't just tap on the microphone. I, I don't have you plugged in. You're you're taking a bell of silence. Just, All right, we got He's just tapping over and over again. What's wrong with him? Uh, uh, he's saying he's Vito, force coding. Hey, Vito, Vito, you're not being that silent, all right? But I mean, it doesn't matter if you're talking or not. Anyway, we're going to get on to the round tables. I'm going to start us off. I got two RPGs to talk about, friends. Who? Um, number one and then number two. I got Final Fantasy X. That's a role playing game. Which I. Which I started playing yeah, three, four weeks ago. Time is weird. I don't know. I started playing it a bit ago. Time flies. Um, we haven't had a chance, any of us, to really talk about much about what we've actually been playing other than what you guys have seen a stream recently. And if you joined us, thank you for, very much for that. Um, so, yeah, we might have a bit of a backlog in the roundtable. I started Final Fantasy X oh. a few weeks back. That game still holds up. I played it once as a kid. Um, digging the story, digging the combat, digging the grid system, you know, spheres and all that. Uh, Blitzball was fun, but uh, maybe not as unique now that I know how to play it. <laughs> hmm, yeah. Um, kind of get the sorry, hang of it, then you, it doesn't feel as uh, esoteric. So, it just feels kind of like, okay, that's, I, I guess, I guess a, the mechanics now. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it is absolutely unique. That's That wasn't a good way to put it, but like esoteric is like a good way to put it, too. Like, uh, uh, it feels it feels more real, you know what I mean. Uh, I feel like as a kid, I like was like, "Oh, this is so cool! I don't even know how to do this. Like, you got to be so <laughs> smart to do this." What uh, what crew are you running with? Who's your main party? So that's one thing I'm really trying not to do in this game. Actually, uh, uh is not have a main party because Final Fantasy X, you get a lot of characters and uh, um, you can swap party members in without spending an action like 
you could cycle in everybody on one like on the same action if you want until you decide who you want to attack. So the game like has a lot of mechanics that like really encourage you to be pulling people in left and right. So uh, I guess my party is pretty much everybody almost equally except Kimari, who I I like Kimari. I just I have a hard time finding him finding specific utility for him. Like everyone else has their use cases, you know. Um, Kimari is definitely the jack of all trades. Yeah. Master uh, of I, I, I think I'm like cool. maybe not as far as gameplay goes, but I think I feel like as far as story goes, I'm maybe about midway. Um, <clears throat> but I haven't played that game in like a week, week and a half. Right. That's because something came to the Game Pass, and it's been what, taking up what? all my other time. Something. That's diabolical. right. I'm talking about. Oh. Like a dragon quest. Yes, yes, oh, that's the, yes. Said the game. That's yes. the dragon quest like game. That is it like an indie game. Yeah, it's like an indie game. Um, published in by dragon Sega, quest I think. Mold. Yeah, Sega yeah. published it, but uh, developed by a small studio. No, uh, Yakuza Seven came to the Game Pass last week, or uh, right after the Xbox conference, whenever E three was. Um. And yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm having a blast with it. I'm like seven, eight, nine chapters in ish, somewhere in that range. Um, yeah, I want to say you just not. either started or finished chapter eight. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, so I think I'm on chapter nine now. Um, but yeah, no, it's badass. I'm loving the story. Uh, I've spent like a super amount of time just doing like side stuff, like. Uh, the sub stories a little so bit much here there. I was a king of cans. You know, I got to the rank king one of can. in, in the management game. Um, played an optional dungeon. I mean, there's there is it is there's an insane amount of content, uh, and I'm really liking the job system. Um, it, it's kind of crazy. You you tell me that they're going to make a Yakuza RPG, and I'm going to kind of just. I'm just going to kind of assume it sucks. Not because, like, I don't like Yakuza or I don't like RPGs, but because it's like, I mean, they've never done that before. And, like, it's probably not going to be that good of an RPG, you know. But they really, really went all out. Um, and they made it a JRPG as JRPG. Um, with, with, but it, it, and at the same time, it does not take itself seriously at all. Um, it, it does, it manages to do all that JRPG stuff with like the charm you, you expect from Yakuza. I'm, I'm really loving it. I still think it's really funny that they've decided to make them the mainline games into JRPGs now. That's just like the games they're going to be making. It, and then the, the way uh, they the explain it, games are going to be the, the regular combat. The way they explain it is so good too, where, um, it's a recurring bit that Ichiban's favorite video game is Dragon Quest and he just for some reason he contextualizes everything in the form of Dragon Quest like he he tells one of his Every, party members his whole, his whole life yes. everything like he he tells he tells one of his game. party members as he tells one of his party members at some point that he like that he imagines uh fighting as a as a turn-based battle uh, because it hypes him up because it reminds him of Dragon Quest like like everything 
That was the one string that he reached for and grabbed while he was in prison. Sometimes, like, you will see... You'll see regular thugs as, like, actual monsters. Or, like, thuggish monsters. You know, like, you see... It looks to you like they transform. (laughs) They look like monsters uh, to you, Ichiban? Yes, exactly. And, like, Ichiban's like, Guys, does this guy have horns on his head? Or is that just me? And one of his party members will go like, uh, I don't see any horns, but he sure is tough. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit like that. So let's kill him. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for you to keep playing. It's great. I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I played Dragon Quest... Well, I've only played Dragon Quest Eleven. I played this, and I mean, they're... I mean, I, obviously, I think I like Yakuza better just because I think it's funnier, but I mean, as far as just, like, the RPG elements go, they're, I mean, they're on par with each other. Like, well, I would say that maybe Yakuza's uh, crafting is kind of shallow, but the class system or the, the job system is pretty darn sick and way more than I expected them to put in the game. Uh... And even, like, yeah. the weapon system they do have is still pretty fun. You still have some choices you can make. I guess just that's a fun note. Um, right now, I'm running Ichiban as a breaker, which is a, a Ichiban dressed up as, like, a, dan- a pop dancer. And his attacks are a lot of kicks and dancing in the AoEs. Uh, I have a Dachi as a fortune teller, which has some... Uh, abilities like influence the opposite team and does a lot of damage i have my third character as a dealer as in like a casino card dealer who has attacks that um can either do more or less damage just is kind of based on luck sometimes and my last character is uh, an idol like a you know a pop star um who uh can sing for to heal health and give buffs and that kind of thing um, that's just, and, and each one of those characters has like 10 jobs. I mean, it's, or not, there, there's a lot of overlap, of course, but it's pretty cool. And you have Kamari. Yes. I have Kamari. Just a giant cat, blue cat. And yeah, they call her Ari in this one. Oh, okay. But I'm not going to go all that much longer in the game. I'm sure going to want to talk about it more when I, uh, actually finish it. But, uh, all that's to say, um, is that it's a great you, game? It's a great game, and it's on the Game Pass now, so check it out. Uh, yeah. And and that's all I got. I think we'll go ahead and move on to Flask. Well, I just want to say, I, I want to acknowledge what you wrote for Final Fantasy X. Final Father X, my dad sucks. Dude, that is... Ain't that the sh- ain't that the truth, Titus? It's I'm the right truth. there with you, buddy. Yeah, my d- my dad is also literally sin. <laughs> oh no, Dad! What did you do to Luca? That's the name of that place, uh, right? Luca. What game are you talking about, Flash? Oh yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy. Final 10. Fantasy Ten. Never heard of it. Bottom. Oh my it? gosh! Holy bit! Holy spit! I kind of no, appreciate that uh, the Final Fantasy X has had sort of a renaissance in people's consciousness. Like, uh, I, I know it was well received enough at the time, but like, I feel like people then kind of um, 
weren't sure how to feel about it, but I feel like I, I feel like I hear mostly praise for it these days. It's a good ass game. Wrong. If you go back and play nine. Yeah, I need to play. Yeah, I need to finish nine. I probably need to restart nine. I need to play seven, eight, and nine. I need to play all of them. And also Oh. I won't do are it. You, are you gonna are you gonna play them in that order? Uh I'm yeah, I'm gonna play them all in order. Because that's what I do. All right. Yeah. Do you I expect figured. any less? Even though you know, I know I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm thorough. And well, uh, speaking of playing, what have you been playing, Flash? I've been playing. Well, I played some more uh, of the Steam Next Fest demos mm-hmm. after oh. our stream. You start um, busting them out. Yeah, I was just I just ran through the rest of my list and the list that. Andy co-opted and never got around to. Um, so just real quick, I'm going to rattle through them. Uh, it, we as, never got around to it as a group on the stream. Not yeah, Andy. but I mean... A- Andy is not a bad person. No, 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 no. Just that, like, no, you stole no, my pool. No. You, you wouldn't get out of my fucking pool of games no matter how much I begged you to leave my pool. And, uh, but... After the stream, hey, I that was I, our pool. All right, you had your own pool. I, I took games I, that were not. <laughs> I took games that were not in anybody's pool except our. Pool. Okay, but you you know that I like it was private property. I owned that pool, and afterwards I escorted you out and was able to get in that pool. See, uh, no, that's the pro- that's the that's the point of the communal pool, though, is that it, mm-hmm. nobody owns it. I knew mm-hmm. that. John, Look at why the are we talking about the pool they share? We're conjoined. Uh, yeah, so I I, I played yeah, my own pool and, and the pool that I lent to Andy. So I'll rattle through them real quick. Uh, Escape, Escape from Naraka uh, was a platformer. Felt like it would be an afterthought in a different game. Uh, and the enemies that chase you were really annoying. Not really rewarding. Uh it wasn't feeling it that much. Severed Steel, which was one that I was maybe looking forward to, or maybe maybe uh, looking forward to being to trying out. Um, I could see it being some fun if you got a good handle on the controls. It's one of those like fast-paced, uh, slidey shooters. But I found the movement to kind of be like floaty and uh, not action not satisfying enough to to uh, retain my interest. So I didn't take the time to learn it that well. I uh, quit pretty early on. White Shadows, uh, kind of a Limbo-esque puzzle platformer, but oh. in 3D. Um, slightly less O. What'd you say? Slightly less O. Slightly I was with less. you, and then you said 3D, and I was with because you a little 3D. bit less. Okay, gotcha. And I hate 3D, but you know, those <laughs> games, I'm, I'm a... It is, it is 2.5D, so everything's rendered in 3D except for the characters, which are 2 Oh, so it's a little nightmare style? Okay. Oh, no, that's not how Little Nightmare works. Little Nightmare is <laughs> 2.5. Um, but it's like 1930s dystopia imagery. Um, kind What's of a junk metropolis. White Shadows. White Shadows. Because uh, it's all like monochrome. Um, I could see it being something enjoyable based on the atmosphere, like depending on where the setting goes. Um, I can only hope that they don't lean too hard into trying into trying to be disturbing. Like, there's a vague content warning at the at in the uh, the beginning to like hype the kids up 
you know how they like to be hyped up about yeah about hardcore stuff to come and then in the game you have like pig men being directed into suicide booths it, it, oh, it's, no, it's yeah, not subtle. It's, my alley. All right. it's no, not subtle, but it's not a bad game yeah. to play. Yeah, yeah um, I'll play this. Yeah, yeah. I didn't play the Try demo, though. This looks cool. Um, you know, I dig it. I hope I hope the settings vary themselves up as they go along. Um, Road 96. Uh, I'm not really sure what the hell that game was, Road 96. Uh, it seems like a series of like wacky vignettes uh, on on like an escape the country road trip of some sort. Uh, I'm not sure how they can promise that no two experiences will be the same. Don't you? It seems get... like they they like mix and match uh, character and location components into different configurations on the fly. And so you'll always get like a slightly varied thing. Uh, I'm not sure if one that trillion is... years. <laughs> one trillion never years played. Same scenario. Same scenario. Uh, how long to beat.com. One trillion years. But I, I'm not sure if, if that mix and match thing will really result in endless configurations. It doesn't seem like enough. Uh, and also the writing is, is not great. But I'm wondering if that's like an unfortunate result of uh, the modular system. Uh, you know, just a, a result from that. I don't know. Um, the Inheritance of Crimson, Crimson Manor. Oh, it's, yeah. uh, you know, first person walk around uh, puzzle adventure, adventure game, adventure game. I don't know why. I'm, uh, started with like messed up graphics options at the beginning. And I thought, oh, this game is just broken. But then I fixed it, managed to fix it. But stuff was cut off from the screen. Uh, but then I got bombarded by like a bunch of environmental puzzles, you know, like you do in an adventure game. Uh, and, and there was not much to really get invested in right away. So not the game's fault, but I just wasn't in the mood. So I, I stopped. Um, Nightbook, FMV game, just kind of throws you in to some domestic situation with creepiness. Wasn't really feeling it, so I stopped. Uh, Mortal Sin, it's a uh, roguelike first person dungeon crawler with that kind of unique outline art style uh, like on all black colors um, you have to dismember the enemies to kill them but it's not super precise it's not like dead space precise uh, you basically just swing at stuff and hope hope that it cuts off more hope, limbs hope something flies off yeah uh, <laughs> oh my God. I did a few short runs just to just like see how it changes the, ro- the roguelike part of it um, it does seem like there's some variation, you know, you, especially with the pickups along the way. You get like weapons and armor and magic and stuff, different uh, cool. different spots. The level layout is different. Uh, not immensely satisfying combat, but I could see it being a good a good time, good enough. Um, and then the last one that I want to mention is uh, Tome, T O E M, Tome. Uh, really cute. Uh, it's a uh, Again, a 2D characters in a 3D world. Actually, I might be mixing this one up with... I forget if White Shadows has 2D characters. It might have also 3D characters. And this one has 2D characters in a 3D world. Anyway, they're not similar at all. Uh, but you can, you can rotate around this 3D world and the 2D characters stay, you know, uh, flush with you. Anyway, um, when you pull out your camera, it goes into first person in the 3D environment. And you take photos and take on a lot of photo assignments and missions. 
This to is collect, pretty cool, dude. Yeah, to collect stamps. I'm, I'm watching the trailer of it. And you get bus rides from those stamps to new areas. And you have an album for your photos. Uh, and that includes a compendium of animal photos to collect. So you find animals all throughout the levels that you can snap photos of. Uh, so, there's yeah, there's content. There's a lot of missions, even in the demo. Honestly, so of all these, Tone was probably the only one that sold me on itself from the demo. Yeah, even though I could see the gameplay being somewhat shallow. I think this is the one I might actually pick up at some point. And Greg, I was even right. going to like specifically cool. recommend it to you because it. Yeah, like I'm looking at my dude. This looks super cool. Yeah, it's a cute game. And then, uh, so that's that's all for the uh, Steam Next Fest demos that I tried. The other thing I want right. to mention that I did is uh, I played through Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, which I had previously back it in like 2017 that... or 18. Was that, that a the also PS4 like game? a Nexus demo? Is that all, what? Is that also, that also t- in... as a demo? <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, no. And even if it did, I think that's did over um. Now. Did you play it on the computer or PlayStation? I had played it on the PS4 because uh, in in March or April they released it uh, for free. The the complete oh. edition. Yeah. Oh yeah, for their play thing or whatever the hell it's called yes uh like play at home play at home yeah yeah uh i had previously tried it out back nearer to its release but uh bounced off of it fairly early on i think uh, me and john had shared that we both did that um i did the same thing share a lot of things it uh what do you call it i bought it on the computer Uh, and i got i think through like (laughs) the little tutorial town Uh uh-huh and uh, it was just some buggy mess on the computer, so I just oh, I was like, yeah, I'll come right. back to it. And yeah, never I came back. That, yeah, I think they fixed it, but yeah, that's a... You, you can't quite uh, be faulted for, for bouncing off such a such a buggy mess at the launch of the PC <laughs> version. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so what'd you uh, think? played through all of it. I don't, I don't know how many hours it was, but it felt like a long experience. Um... <laughs> It's like a slightly worse version of Assassin's Creed or, w- or what Assassin's Creed is doing these days. Uh, I, okay. In some ways, it might actually be better. In some ways, it felt not as good. It's kind of a mixed bag. Uh, but it definitely scratches that open world go-do-tasks itch, which I have occasionally. Um, hunting machines, decently fun. Fighting human enemies, not, not as good as AC. Not so fun. Not as good as AC. The hunting machines is definitely the the selling point of the game. I would hope because that's literally the main point of that game. Yes, um, you know, and you know what's funny? We, I feel like we've had conversations on the, on the even on the pod before about how it's usually the opposite, right? Usually fighting human. Enemies what do you mean, the, like fighting humans is the main thing? Well, usually fighting humans is the fun thing. Oh, fighting machines is because is, they're is, more complex. Yeah, yeah, because they have more dynamic AI and stuff like that. Yeah. Hunting machines would usually be like a, a more of a set piece thing or a simplest. Yeah, yeah in this like game, stand it's, still and you work around it. Yes, in this game, it's the whole point, and each machine has like different dynamic elements to it, different stuff you can affect with different uh, weapons. The machines I saw and, were super cool. Yeah, like the way they, they all work themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's it is fun uh, fighting the machines. Um. It kind of gets by the time you're like 50 hours or more in, you're like, okay, 
<laughs> I'm ready for this encounter. I've had, I, yeah, I've had uh, so much health. I've done all I can. Yeah, but that you know, people have patience. I have patience. Um, so the world is interesting. There's a lot of info dump later on in the game. The backstory though is fairly good stuff. Uh, the regular the regular side quests in the world are just okay. They're nothing great. I think a lot of people said that. that it's like side quests could use some work. Um, I think overall the story's greatest failing is that Aloy, the protagonist, doesn't really engage with any of it to the degree that you feel connected. So she just kind of seems uninterested in a lot of it. <laughs> and to be fair, it's a lot of like ancient messages and recordings. So I understand her view. She's like, I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, she doesn't have any context for that. But like, she they could have had her be more like responsive to stuff and be more emotionally invested in the things that she's finding out. Mostly she's just like worried about herself and her own like uh, tiny bullshit. <laughs> like her own little narrow uh, life. Right. Um, which is understandable, I guess, for like a hunter gatherer woman. Uh, I'll give the game kudos for how much I want to say the words "fuck Ted Farrow." Uh, <laughs> if anyone, anyone, someone, people on the internet might have heard that bandied about, and yeah, uh, I will repeat forever: "fuck Ted Farrow." It's, you know, it's, yeah, it's deserved. Uh, no context for that, but fuck Ted Farrow. Um. Minor thing for the game, but I'll say it a million times, you people out there. Cutscenes, which demonstrate gameplay and story disparity, are always bad and simply annihilate immersion. These cutscenes eviscerate player agency. Not all cutscenes eviscerate player agency. The cutscenes that showcase and demonstrate gameplay and story disparity. If the events are so nonsensical in gameplay context that you are forced to show them in a cutscene instead of letting the player play through them, I think you should rethink those events, personally. But I'm probably the most affected in the world by stupid cutscene bullshit. Uh, But I will say it a million times that I, I hate that stuff. Again, it's not even that egregious in this game. Just another game that has that shit. Are you talking about uh, shit where like you're you're fighting a boss and then like you beat him and right after right after you beat him he just runs away instead of like that type of thing. Him or yes, something? definitely. Yeah, the gameplay just story disparity of like it, it's Maybe not in better, constant. It got him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good Sorry, point. Dude. Honestly, good point. Honestly, honestly, uh, yeah, I'll say it for every game that demonstrates it that has that. Uh, and lastly, which is like uh, almost I, every game. Yeah, a lot of games do that, oh, especially a lot of cinematic games. Triple A. Um, and uh, lastly, this is something that people talked about, and I think they tried to make an effort to to uh, rectify it for the DLC. But character, bo- character, body, and facial animation are pretty uncanny. Uh, it's like someone programmed a realistic android to make the gestures and mouth movements, you know. But it's like wrong to the to the to the human eye. It just looks off because it looks programmed. 
It doesn't look right. fluid. It doesn't look dynamic to what they're saying. But it's like it's realistic though, so it it just has that it's it like firmly in the uncanny valley, uh, midpoint of the valley, mm-hmm. and uh, I think they tried in the DLC to make the characters more animated, but it kind of just makes it look like it's just more of the animation instead of like a better animation. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, that's definitely something, and I, I I could see that being improved in the in the sequel. Which is uh, I'm looking forward to actually. Forbidden West. You're going to a place that's talked about in the game as like a well forbidden place, and I'm looking forward to uh, seeing where the story goes. So that's my right. week, my time. Okay, cool. Yeah, if I didn't say much, it's because I don't know why. Just something about Horizon Zero Dawn. I kind of just wrote it off in my mind immediately, so I haven't really followed. I get that. I mean, I get. I mean, that. a lot of people have talked about it. Uh, even sometimes on the pod, I think it's come up once or twice. And you know, I feel like I've never walked away feeling like, oh, I need to play that. It's always like, eh, it's kind of cool. I guess I'll, I would play it for like ten bucks. I feel like Horizon oh. Zero Dawn is one of those low-level SCP games where it like fades from your memory as soon as you yeah <laughs> yeah exactly. it. <laughs> the name doesn't do any these favors oh absolutely it. not the name is bad no the name's most like, forgettable you know, there's like a thousand horizons and dawns <laughs> and a combination of those and zeros yes. Dude, zeros it's like the favorite letter to put in uh <laughs> letters favorite uh favorite number to put in video games <laughs> It is. Yeah, it's it is seriously the best calculation. Uh, all right, cool. Thanks, Flash. So welcome. Let's move on over to the next man, Vito. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I forgot about the whole. No, 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 Andy. Yeah. I want to hear from Vito. Uh, all right, Vito. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Vito. Yo, you little fucking son of a gun! Come out here. You know what? No, right, Andy. Well... I don't want to hear from Vito. Uh, hey, I do whatever my boss says, and that means we got to move on over to the person next to Vito, and that would be none other than Greg. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right. Hello, I can live. I'll live. I've done a lot all of right. things, though. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, you gotta, that's you not the way you with... said that sounded like they're bad things. <laughs> well, I've done a lot of things. A lot of things, my friend. Some things could check, be check the news the, in the morning. Could be represented as bad, I guess. <laughs> Um, so to start off, me, my good friend John, Knoxville and Kurt, we've been playing Dying Light. Dying we've Light? Been, uh, That's a good game. We've been parkouring, we've been jumping, we've been, uh, pushing zombies onto each other. It's been a fun time. <laughs> Is this in preparation for the sequel? <clears throat> yeah, we've I've owned it for a while, and I bought it because... Some silent man in this room uh, got me to buy it, and then he just never wanted to play it. What a good guy! And uh, oh, Kurt dude, he's it, pissed uh, off. He really wants to say something, but he can't. He's making the Kurt rage face again. And uh, they were playing. I was like, "All right, let me play, so I can finally play this game and get ready for the second one." And uh, we've been playing it, and it's been a blast. I had fun. I like the parkour. The parkour was super cool. The climbing uh, is also fun, and uh, it's cool being like on the roofs, like on the roofs of buildings, and just seeing the zombies 
littering the streets and then running up yeah. to them, like jumping on from them to like other <laughs> roofs. It's super. I think cool. I've watched you guys play a little bit. It's a cool vibe. I enjoy it. Uh, it's kind of it's cool at night. Uh, people can like invade your games as zombies, and oh, the last two times that's happened, uh, either one of us is not here. Like we're waiting for someone else to join. And we just sit in the main building with the UV lights on, and we just wait for them to leave. <laughs> and they, you just see them out the window staring at us, like, "Come on out, come on out, I ain't leaving." Do, do the UV like lights like cook, cook, cook the zombies? Is so that yeah, how that so works in that game? <clears throat> yeah, so in the game, basically, there's zombies, like normal zombies, but then there's these special zombies, and they're like super strong, super fast, and like they're they're super like just they're super zombies. Uh, but the thing is, they hate UV lights, and they only come out at night. And they're just crazy. You get, like, double experience during the night. Night's, like, night's insane. Uh, but when a player joins, they come as one of those zombies. And you basically use UV lights to, like, keep them away. In the game, there's a bunch of UV lights everywhere, like, in, like, your safe houses and stuff. And that's to block the, the zombies from coming in and killing everybody at night. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Is like is like the daytime just super low key then or Uh no, there's like people that wander around yeah, like and they're kind of annoying. Out, all right. Yeah, there's I mean, not you zombies. Get caught up if you're stupid, but But there is also like some special zombies, like there's uh, an exploder, a uh, guy that spits acid and a giant dude with a giant hammer. Do you guys uh, have to sleep in special that game? infected? You can, but you don't have to. Oh, okay. You can I was just like curious. sleep to advance on. So I forget, like, like, it's basically a better Dead Island in that you're, it's like mostly melee weapons, right? Yeah. And you can yeah. like modify them. Yeah, I have a, I don't know where, I, it must be from the DLC I got, one of the DLC oh. outfits, but I made a, like a giant axe, and when I hit people with it, nine times out of ten decapitates them or sets them on fire. Sick. And it's like, pretty cool. But uh, that's, yeah, that's all I got to say about Dying Light fun game um another game i've been playing two point hospital i bought that uh i bought that when they showed off two point campus and i've been going through it mm-hmm. i can run let me tell you i can run a pretty good hospital what's your favorite disease you've seen or ailment <laughs> my whatever? favorite disease i've seen so far maybe clown disease because i think that's very funny where the way you cure uh, clown disease is you just put them in like a, a tiny little room and you just have like sad people around them, like crying and like just spinning around them. Oh and they just God. break They just break down into tears, get depressed and they're like, hey, I'm cured. All right. That's so awesome. Really, I'm just I'm just paying people to make them sad and go home or people are trying to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> but like, you can, uh, clown disease. In the one I'm in now, the hospital, I've been buying out the local houses and advance in the making my hospital bigger. It's been pretty fun. Can you just make it like a mega hospital the size of a city? Uh, I just mean, keep going. So it's like there's different levels, and there's properties around that level that you can buy, and then it will build a hospital uh, from that layout as as you advance through it. I see. But uh, it's cool. I'm excited for um, the next one. I I'm gonna keep playing through this because I like I like those uh, building games. They're fun. Yeah, no. Um, 
I, I've had Two Point Hospital on my radar for a little while, and actually, I should send you the documentary. Um, it was a no clip documentary where they went into uh, the story of the studio that made them or that made Ooh. those games, uh, and I think actually specifically uh, Two Point Hospital because they had made uh, a game many years ago that was similar, right? It was whatever the precursor to Two Point Hospital was, and it was talking about building up a studio and going for the sequel. Um, and I, I've said it many times on the podcast, but I think Danny O'Dwyer uh, at No Clip is making the best high-production video game content, or video game development content out there right now on YouTube, at least. Some of the best, yeah. Uh, I love all those documentaries. Um, yeah, I'll Get send Danny on the pod. Check that out. Dude, he's booked, man. He's on Giant Bomb now. We lost Uh-oh. him. <laughs> didn't they? He's didn't a- they go away? We should have Danny. <laughs> no, no. I mean, they're on, on the real note. Their their whole thing is that they're now uh, um, they're going to hire some more people. But like, I think their plan is to be like a platform for Giant Bomb light content. So they've like signed deals with Daniel Dwyer, a friend of Giant Bomb. They signed deals with Jeff Grubb, another friend of Giant Bomb. To like do some stuff for Giant Bombs, um, like videos and, or just content without actually okay. being a, an official employee. Uh, okay. Okay. But anyway, uh, that's enough. That's just enough of an update on our competitors. Greg, other than Two Point Hospital, what else has been going on in your life? Well, I'm going to save the best for last and I'm going to get rid of this because this, this has been an experience for me, this next game. Okay. So at E3, they announced Sea of Thieves is oh, getting man. Pirates of the Caribbean update. So I've played. I've yeah, played and sea we of all Thieves. laughed at it, and we all said that like, man, anybody who plays this has got to be like really stupid. Like, imagine playing this. Anyway, um, so um, anyway, what game were you going to talk about? So yes, so I like the game. I find it enjoyable, and um, my uh, our friend Danny also does, and we. Play it together randomly, or we're like the only two people I think that actually still like it uh, in our in our group. Uh, so we're like, hey, Danny's like, hey, let's do the tall, let's finish up the tall tales and do that. And I'm like, all right, sure. Um, every original tall tale, uh, like of the first eleven, uh, they fucking suck. They're cool, like parts of them are cool. Um, <laughs> but I got really, I fuck. Let me tell you, I almost on. I almost uninstalled this game the other day because of how I knew fucking were, mad I was at this whole time. I knew there was a catch, Greg. I mean, I'm not saying that you were trying to hype things up, but certain people of our, we know will talk about how the Tall Tales are, no, are no, made the game now, made the game amazing now. Yes, but now I'm gonna say the Tall Tales helped, and Danny, me and Danny had a lengthy talk about this, and we agreed on there was a lot of problems with this game. But there's a lot. They have improved on this game considerably, and I see this game being the next um, No Man's Sky, basically, like where it's getting built up from, you know, shit, basically. That would be cool to see. Um, um, yeah. Part part of so, you just wishes that like the game were closer to what it is now. If that is true, you, you almost just wish like they just spent a couple more years in the cooker and came out with Tall agreed. Tales right right out the. Gate. I feel like Tall but, Tales should have been it, but um. 
So yeah, real. So I almost uninstalled this game. So we get to the last mission called um, what the fuck is it? It was the Shores of Gold. That's what it was called. We spend five hours literally getting to this place, and Nacho like he he alt that fours and quits. He's like whoosh, done. Um, all through all this trial and ch- and fucking insanity, we get to the end. It's a boss fight. I'm like, oh shit, cool. It's like boss fight in like a room full of gold. Now the thing is. My game started memory leaking halfway through, <clears throat> and I was like, "Dude, I don't want to fix this. I don't care." Uh, the game looked like sh- the, uh, the game. The pirate's gold. The game, as I was playing, was slowly getting like buildings were becoming marshmallows, and I was like, "I was just ignoring." It. I was like, "I need to finish this. Like, we have to finish this." When we got to the gold room, I had Danny stream up in like the corner so I could see what the game actually looked like. It was like there's like gold all over this room. It just looks like there's like piles of garbage all over the room in my game. I'm like, oh my god. But you were um, seeing reality. He was seeing the, the yeah. vision that the so, curse laid upon his eyes. So we get to this room and it's a boss and I start noticing. I'm like, wait. Why does it... What's, this boss is just the boss we did earlier, but with it's just reskinned. And that's oh, all no. it was. was just a reskinned <laughs> boss. Oh no. And I was like, alright, whatever. Like, I'll let it slide. And then... It took us like maybe 10 minutes to kill this dude. He drops his skull. His skull drops. This fucking, uh, the pirate king or whatever comes out as a ghost and he's like, this is it. This is your pirate adventure. It was incredible, right? Now, I see all you, I see you see all this gold for the taking. But you don't need to take this. Save this for another pirate. That skull you have should fancy enough a price. And I'm like, wait, what? The door opens, and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe we get, like, more. Like, there's a treasure chest up ahead. The door fucking shuts behind me, and that's it. We just have a dumb skull in our hand. And I'm like, so I'm like, all right. What the fuck? Is this it? This is all I get? Is just a skull? Maybe Didn't it's like, have, like sapphires in the eye sockets or anything. It has. It was skull. It was a skull with a golden jaw and like two like oh. sapphires in the eye. So oh, it looked cool. Suffice. But I was like, all right, whatever. We'll turn it in. We'll get a shit ton of money. Whatever. We turn it in. We only get like fifteen thousand. I'm like, I spent five hours to do this stupid tall tale, which I was like, I was, in the beginning, how many went allowed? I was like, dude, this is cool. Like, we're going to this place. You know, we haven't been. We've always see. We always see this place, but we never knew how to get there. We 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 got there. It was cool. Uh, and then it spiraled to shit very quick. Now, I almost uninstalled the game, but I was like, dude, I really, really want to do the Pirates of the Caribbean DLC. So, mm-hmm. we get on the next day. And we do, there's two more Tall Tales before we even get to the Pirates, the DLC. So I'm like, oh my god, maybe I just skip it. You know what? I've done all these ones, let me suffer through two more. We do the DLC ones, they're pretty alright. They're not that great, but they're pretty alright. They're way better than the, uh, the the original ones, I should say. Like, there's, like, the last one, which was the super cool one, you go into... Like this whole chamber, you do. There's like traps everywhere. You have to activate all these. Like, uh, you have to activate things in a certain way. And if you don't, uh, like you can like activate a trap, fall in lava. It was it was cool. It was like it was like stuff. a 
it was like a giant obstacle course, and then you had to pick one of the rooms, uh, one of three rooms, and you could only go through that room to get to the end. You could, we have to do it two more times to do the other areas. It was super cool, super fun. So I'll give I'll give the game that. Um, and then yesterday, we got to the Pirates of the Caribbean DLC. We've done one tall tale. The first one, there's five tall tales for this. We've done the first one. Dude, the quality control for this is so fucking good for this, uh, for the first tall tale. I was blown away with how cool it was. The first tall tale of the Pirates? Of the Pirates of the, of the Caribbean, Caribbean yes. Okay. So, it brings you through, and then, I'll get to that, John, don't worry. So, we get to it, and it starts playing audio from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disney. <laughs> it's uh, like actual audio. Like actual, like, and keep your hands inside the boat, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like all that stuff. And then, yeah, you should you should talk about it because Andy doesn't know what you're talking about. He, all right, get fucked, Andy. Andy. He never will. <laughs> so <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, I sit there in the stream while Danny talks about how his family is going to Disneyland soon, but he didn't want to go, so he's just staying home. Because he's been, he's been a lot, and he knows that the summer months are the worst months much. to go. Dude, you, you should, should go with Danny's family. Come on, though. Hey, come on, man. We've been friends but, a lot. Uh, so, come on, dog. So we come smash, on, we smash our boat on. onto the island that we get, and we find this cave. And this cave starts is like a walk-around area, but it's a walk-around area of like the entire, almost the entire like intro to the... Pirates of the Caribbean ride where like you see the seagull eat the skeleton and the skeletons are dead and they're like oh it's it's cool it was it was playing audio for, it was so badass I was like man this is like this is night and day different compared to the other tall tales and then it's like a uh, and then we get to this town and it's like filled with puzzles it's like filled with like secrets we have to get the skull down and we have to summon the uh Whatchamaduhickey, uh, the ferryman's, like, boat. Um, so we're doing that, and then we find a secret door. And we tweed for, like, three hours trying to figure out the secret. Uh, and then it turns out we can't do the secret because we put this guy's head in. So we were like, all right, fuck it, you know. We're at, we found a checkpoint. We'll just speed run this tomorrow. Today comes around, and we're like, we do it. The game bugs out, and we can't do it. Like, we just can't, like, advance the secret. And I get so mad, I'm just like, I just want to finish this. I don't care anymore. I, uh, we do it. We finish the whole thing. It's pretty cool. In my opinion, the only issue with the first Tall Tale that would make it a banger is there's, like, a cannon fight at the end, and it takes way too long, and it's just, it's, it's, it pads the time, basically. It's, like, I, I, like, I get you. I feel like it could have been you. like five minutes and been good, but it was like ten minutes of fucking the same thing. Well, Craig, I'll tell you what. I'm glad that you're having fun. I'm having fun. I gotta be honest. My issue Second one. Oh, it doesn't matter if you came out of that cave with one skull or a million skulls. The only thing you can spend your money on is cosmetics. And that yep. drives me insane. We I did actually... I was going to say, we found something yesterday, which was kind of interesting that I didn't know about. Uh, you can use your money and apparently buy supplies for your ship, like wood, 
cannonballs and stuff and like giant crates of it and you can also buy materials but we didn't know how to do it you could buy like minerals and stuff and use those for like shipping routes but we didn't know how to activate it but uh we thought that was cool cool. yeah i mean that's not nothing but i agree i 100 percent agree with you there's nothing even if they just like separated they were like all right you know, if you're in this area of the map, you're, you know, fucking locked to these basic items. And then when you get strong enough or rich enough, you can break through to the stronger sea. And then there's, like, progression. You can buy new stuff there, and you gotta be aware, because right. there's tougher people there. Right. Like, there's just nothing. like not to the grand saying. line. You, as, like, I didn't want to say that, uh, Flash, but <laughs> that's what I was thinking, you know. Uh, now, I will like, say, not really talking. Like he was doing all this, he was cooking all this food, and then he was like, "Is this yeah, he fish a lot next time?" And it's like, no. It's like, well, what the fuck am I like? What do you? What's I agree doing with that. Day, other than just having fun in the moment, and I think that can only last for you know, so, like, yeah, a week. A funny thing about that, John, is uh, the day before we Noxa was fishing all the like he was fishing so much, and uh, the game yeah, like, like steam maintenance yeah, happened. Doom steam maintenance happened. And, um, we couldn't get back, so he lost all this fish. He was so Aww. fucking mad. He was like, dude, I don't give a shit. I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. I was like, understandable. 100%. We also, uh, we fought Pirate Legends. Like, these guys came up to us, and they just started shooting, like, uh, they're, like, they, they just came up, and they just started icing us super fast. They had their pirate way with you? They had their pirate way with me, and, um... Automatic flip But we didn't, like, notice them immediately, so we were like, what the fuck? They were, like, stealth. Yeah, they just popped up and got us. So the next time we saw them, I cannoned over to their ship, and I had a bunch of these firebombs. I just started throwing firebombs on their ship, and I killed them, and then Danny just started sinking their ship. We didn't see those guys again. That was... was... It was pretty funny. You sent uh, them but down yeah. to Davy Jones' locker. Did you, did we, you see Davy Davy himself? We did. We did see Davy Jones himself. He uh, he insulted us a little bit, and then um, everyone started blaming us for something, and then they forgave us anyway. I was like, all right. <laughs> you stole um, that heap of Hanukkah guilt. I know it's bad <laughs> chocolate, but you it wasn't it didn't I, belong to you. All right. Uh, see you, Thieves. I, that sounds cool if you're a fan of that thieves. game. The last game I want to talk about was a game I didn't even know was out. Star Citizen. You can play that game oh, now, yeah, guys. Yeah, did you know that? that? I was playing it I d- all right. I did know that. I did know that people had been talking for, for a while now about how there's a very playable game out there yeah. that some people really enjoy, even though it's not <laughs> like polished necessarily it is not polished i had to mess well, i messed with settings for like a, a bit to get it to work well to work make it run nice and smooth or not smooth but smoothish i've been having a blast playing that game my one issue my main two main issues of that game is i have extremely bad luck in that game and by that i mean something goes wrong almost immediately and i end up getting killed because of it your ship explodes and you're in space. Dude, all right. So I have to, I, I said this. I brought this up uh, before, but I got casinoed in that game. I feel like the, some of those... Well, yeah, I don't know about the casino, but some of those times you crashed... Yes, you were I, 100%. Phone, they were... Your spacecraft. So a lot... So most of my... So I've had a few Texting deaths... Texting and piloting. Where I'm... Uh, 
we're going through warp speed and I'm just on my phone scrolling through Twitter because I can't like minimize and look at Twitter and I've come out and I've just crashed straight into like asteroid fields not paying attention and I've just exploded me and Danny were doing a mission once and we were fighting mercenaries on the space station and I got shot in the head and killed I was like oh I'll be there quick and I sped there, but I didn't like, I wasn't paying attention to the lineup thing. And it was, it said red, like, don't do this. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I went in, I smashed into the station so hard. Danny said it shook the station. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like other That's times beautiful. I've died is it's like, is, uh, Danny has a ship we could both get in and I'll get in it. And I would like jump out and it'd be so windy. The ship would like hit me and. <laughs> I would just, um, like, the ship would hit me in the head and kill me, like, outright, and I would just fall to my death. But, um, the big casino death I want to talk about is, I got my ship, I called it out, and I'm getting ready to go, and Danny's watching from above, and all of a sudden, my ship starts exploding around me, and (laughs) I start panicking. I have enough time, as the ship's, like, I'm engulfed in flames to hit my ejector seat, and I get shot out right in front of Danny's ship, and like I almost splatter into his ship. Like it a was a bug uh, on a windshield. Like a That's bug on a windshield. But it's uh, it's super cool. Like the ship combat's fun, or at least you know when I whenever I can do it. Uh, I didn't know, but I got my bounty hunting license, and for some reason I thought I didn't know, but you, it wants you to bounty hunt other players, and that makes. Sense. I went after this dude. And the second he started losing, he just crashed his ship into me. So I would uh, not get the credit. Which was a little which was a little funny. So they can just like kamikaze you right at the end? Yeah, pretty much. Or at least that guy did. And um, yeah, there's like a bunch of missions. I'm excited for that game when it comes out in five years. It looks, it's pretty <laughs> fun. Where do you get that figure from? Uh, I mean, the games are not, the games, when did that game get announced? I must have bought that a while back. And Feel I'm just like playing a now. decade ago. Feels yeah, like dude, really it's been out for ago. a long time. And I think Charlie talked about it, but that game is 100% being developed backwards where this game has so many like interesting minuscule details and I'm like, "What the fuck? Why is this in this game?" They just kept Why is this shit? They, they just, just keep, more there and is more this shit. One of my the coolest thing is I cannot wait for this game to be finished and the cities to be like full of players like they plan on. That'll be so cool because the cities they have are so like finely detailed. It's it looks super nice, and all the ship con- all the ships they have in the game are pretty ridiculous. If it's but ever finished, if it is ever finished, but what I've seen is so far so good. I like just you know. Yeah, guess right. add, add the rest of it. And that's all I got. Star Citizen and Sea of Thieves. And Two Those... Point and many others. With that, I think it's time for everybody to take a little bit of breaky break. Coming up on the one hour mark. We'll come back with John's round table and then head into the news. I don't wanna. Well, too bad. There's two things coming to Game Pass next week. We got Going Under, which I think I saw you play, John, or Vito. Either you or Vito. Yeah, I own that on Steam. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Or Roguelite. It's a a little funny one. 
Yeah, I thought that one looked cool. I might play that. We also got Bug Fables. The Everlasting Bugs, Sap you know, like games about oh, yeah. killing or being bugs. Wait. This looks uh, like uh this looks like Paper Mario with bugs. Yeah. People have said I saw people were saying that it's basically Paper Mario and it's actually pretty good. And it's like even the story's pretty good. I mean, it's like I the mean, best Paper it, Mario game in years. <laughs> it's a six it's six hundred megabytes. That's crazy. Well everything's like paper. Being bugs, like killing bugs. True. When you make your game out of paper, it's comes in light. Oh yeah, it's got a solid eighty-five on Metacritic. Nice. I'm in. I'm in it. What's your? Do you have experience with the Paper Mario games? I don't. I don't really. I never played them as a kid uh, or anything. I the only one I played was Thousand Year Door, but I loved it. Oh okay. What's the one in the Wii? I don't remember. Thousand Year Door was the one in GameCube. Right, and there was sticker something. Come back. Sticker. Sticker, st sticker shit. Paper sticker Mario sticker shit? shit. Sticker Star Slam. Yeah, that. Do you have experience with the Paper Mario games, Greg? I think mine was Super Paper Mario. Oh, uh, Thousand Year Door. That's about it. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I was just saying. I love. I was just saying. I love that game, Thousand Year Door. Have you heard a good uh, game, Greg? Have you heard of this game? Uh, this more recent one, Bug Fables. That's like a Paper Mario esque. Game that apparently people Bug? Say is, is it on Steam? Uh, it might be, but the everlasting sapling. Yeah, Correct. that's it. Let's take a look, shall we? Yeah, I mean, I I didn't hear about this game. I just saw it was on coming soon to Game Pass. I was like, oh, this is just Paper Mario with bugs. This is just Bug Mario paper. Hello, Mario. <laughs> Bug Mario paper. Yeah, there's like metal. What the fuck? Ten bucks or twelve bucks right now. Yeah, I'll no, just play wait, in wait, five wait. days, twenty-two hours, and fifty-five minutes on the game post. Sensible. Cool. This looks like a pretty cool game, dude. Is this what I use? I guess, let me beat my game. Let me beat the games I bought. I gotta be fucking... I gotta play Disco Elysium, bro. It's gonna take years. Literally I've played years. it twice. Approximately 30 hours. I'm actually gonna start yeah. that tonight, just so Vito can feel uh, like shit. Oh, dude, you're gonna <laughs> have stream, rights dude. forever and eternity over him. Those are the things... Vito... That, those are like the, the things you treasure forever, those bragging rights. Over Vito. Speaking of Vito, welcome back, everybody. Uh, yeah, I mean, except Vito, who is here, but is not welcome back. We're going to hop on over to John. What have you been doing recently? Oh, How first off, hang on. Maybe you want to save this for last. I wanted to follow up. I think you said you knew why Vito had a vow of silence. Oh, yeah, it's simple. I sent him to the Shadow Realm. What's that? Oh. Is that why he looks so like that's pale? Why he's on and... the other side of the mirror. Yeah. Okay. That's why he's he's he has his hands up and I thought he was just like a mime, doing a mime routine. But no, that's he's actually in the shadow realm. Yeah. No, you know, is he, that why he's he in that... What are you saying, Greg? I was gonna say, is that why he's in that TV like uh Yugi's grandpa? <laughs> that's... Andy! <laughs> Andy! <laughs> 
you know, he came at me sideways the other night. Uh, and Andy just switches friends. off the volume on the TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's see what else is on. <laughs> he's not on channel. channel three, you know. Right. Uh, but you know, one night, he, yeah, I'm I'm here minding my own business. He comes, you know, the popular Xbox 360 arcade game, mount your friends. I was posting scores. That he's gonna he's gonna take me down. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't think so. I, I give him I give him one warm up. I give him I boot the game up. Haven't seen it in probably 30 years. I don't know, 40 years. I give him one warm up round. I already I already blow his score out the water. You know. Damn. Then he comes back. I'll, I'll admit it, he came back with a decent score. But then I sat there and I'll, I'll say this on live air in front of God, man, and 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 uh, Pegasus, you know, all other Pegasus. creature. It did. It was my second try. That I I blew him out the water this time. First one I was getting a little showboaty, you know. I was trying to do a little uh, maneuvering, didn't work out. The second time, I'm talking 140 meters. I'm I'm talking into the stratosphere. I'm talking uh, the sky turned dark and then back to light. I'm, I'm talking a mountain of men. He is not. He couldn't recover. Sense. Yeah, he didn't even embarrass. Want to he's not even here. So. And that's oh, that's why he's the TV and the, the mirror. Um, and you know, honestly, and that was about three minutes of my uh, time, and you know, and I've done a lot more stuff in the last week. And and, 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 and for him, for him, that was hours. I just want to say, <laughs> time moves differently in the shadow realm. Oh yeah, he is going insane right now, for sure. Uh, but uh, you know, I'll move on. You know, if y'all are sitting there, learns a lesson, maybe I'll come back. Uh, speaking of time, I want to tell you guys about the time I watched Loki on Disney+. Plus. Oh, hey, I watched the first two episodes of that, but not yet the third. Oh, okay. Well, I watched the third, uh, and it's cool. Um, but I will say it's pretty it's pretty solid so far. I think it is my... Uh, and, you know, it's only three episodes in. I, th- I think it's only supposed to be six, six or eight. No, no longer yeah, than eight. six, I think. I think six, though. Uh, sort of halfway through, but I think so far this is my uh, favorite of the. I mean, it's only been one division and uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier, but I'm hmm. digging this one the most. I get that. I get that. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a cool, uh, you know, the time time cop, time office worker uh, aesthetic going on. You know, you got veteran actors like Owen Wilson uh, appearing <laughs> and giving a Oscar-worthy performance. Does he have a big role? Yeah. Fairly big, yeah. He's Ooh. like the deuteragonist, basically. Uh, yeah, when I heard that it was Owen Wilson, I, when Owen Wilson was in this, I thought it was a joke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. But yeah, I know what you're saying. That seems like something that, like, yeah, someone would Photoshop in there. But I oh, thought, oh, hey, wow, I mean, Loki, fun. wow, <laughs> hey, uh, Loki, uh, wow. Their chemistry is pretty good, though. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm digging it. Like I said, the third episode was cool too. Is he is he playing yeah. is he playing a funny guy? No, uh, I mean he's pretty straightforward. I mean, you know, it's it's Marvel, so everyone's a little bit funny guy. Right. Um, yeah, Does he give us a wow? No, no wows. Mm, that's part of the contract. That'll be the big moment, of, like the climax moment. The camera will pan to him and he'll wink at the camera and go, Wow. Oh, God. John, I just. 
I think Andy might be right because you 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 can predict anyone who has seen the first couple episodes can predict what there's going to be a one big moment near the end, uh, some kind of reveal. Do you know what I'm talking about, John? I I, I think with so, his character. Okay, no, well, I'm not yeah, going into I know, it. But I know about his. Character, I can totally yeah. see him saying "Wow" to that. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> wow. no, I know what you're saying. No, yeah, yeah, I got you. Wow. Vince Vaughn's gonna pop up as uh, one of the antagonists. Tank, wow. the Conqueror. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. Fucking uh, Vince Vaughn is Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, well, I kind of want to see it now. Other than just like there's the episode to episode being cool, just the implication to what they're setting up in the just the larger MCU is is also cool. They're doing a lot of uh, multiverse stuff and different timelines. So I feel it's, like this is how they're going to add the, the X Men in here. Oh man, I hope so. They're gonna have some sort the, of oh the, no all the you know the timelines connected and now we have like this one and then but mutants are here for some reason because they have them now they gotta work them in there eventually. Work them in, you freaking fricks! You know they already had the Scarlet Witch. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm digging it so far. Definitely been my my favorite. Not that it's like crazy above the other ones, but I've been digging no, but it I, so far. I definitely think it's the like the most dumb comic booky like content and setting so far and i'm i'm in for it because i'm a comic yeah book. i like that yeah. stuff you know they kind of like yeah i really i really like this set so i like every time they go to the, the tva i think it just looks really cool yeah it's a good 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 aesthetic um i feel like it, it kind of a double-edged sword for me where like uh they don't take it too seriously, but also they don't attempt to explain things too much. And so, like the uh, any any like time shenanigans or any like uh, weird you know uh, universal stuff, they don't really explain it or think through it too much. Um, which I feel like comic book writers do explain oftentimes when they 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 at least have some sort of concept of how their system works, right? And they try yeah. to explain it through a bunch of word balloons. I feel like this show needs more word balloons about that stuff, even no matter how dumb the explanation is, uh, because I would love to hear how it, like, I would love to hear the uh, the logic behind it all. Whereas I think yeah. I feel like most of the word balloons in this show are about like uh, how the character of Loki pertains to this stuff. It's not bad. It's just like I, I you know, I like the I like the Loki stuff that's happened so far. But like, I, I feel like. Uh, I, I would love to hear the other side too of like the the grander dumb comic book explanations um and i also kind of i don't know i i kind of want him to be like a uh i was i was thinking this during the second episode you know how in thor the movie thor from 2011 uh kind of the fun of that movie where it can be found is Thor being a fish out of water in our regular world. You know, he's like a Shakespearean mm. uh where he's uh, like screaming and like smashing figure. shit on the floor. Yeah. And, and he speaks yeah. he speaks like Thor speaks in the comics. He's got, you know, the thou's and these and the I agree, barely fish out of the water trope. And I oh, also you? did not like Thor. But I know I definitely agree with you you're saying that was like the charm of the movie. I thought the Thor movies were the weakest of the MCU. Not Ragnarok. They're pretty weak. I still liked him. I still liked him, but then again, I'm not hard to please in that regard. But yeah, I, yeah, I was like just going to say, watch I watch them when I'm watching all of them. I just I watch yes. them first to get them out of the way. <laughs> okay. 
I, but I was just I was thinking that like it would be fun if Loki still spoke like he spoke in the first couple of movies instead of more yeah. like colloquially like he, he he speaks more like just a regular person now um which I understand but like I, I think it would be funny he if, it out a if, little bit when he when he first landed and like in those I don't know whatever you know in front of those uh Eskimo folk yes he doesn't really maintain that yeah and yeah, I, yeah. I feel like their explanation would be like oh it's a facade he puts on but then again he he like he grew up for how many 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 years in that environment like however hundreds of years old he is or whatever and so he should just be that guy anyway i just thought it would be funny if he was like still a shakespearean uh demi figure loki whatever uh but now he's more like normal now <laughs> yeah it's pretty much tom hiddleston but, uh, but that's like loki check it out all right, Loki. Right now, so Loki, Loki, Loki. It's a Loki, Loki recommendation. <laughs> Not uh, sick well, one, bro. And then in video game news, uh, I played and I beat last night uh, Fallout One, and it was a uh, good one. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I mean, it's an old game, uh, and you definitely feel it, and like the inventory system, and even the combat, it just can be very slow and clunky, uh, but once you kind of level with that, and you're just like, alright, this is how it is, it was, it was really enjoyable. Um, you know, it's just one of those games that, like, you, you just get thrown out there, and it, you can kind of tackle it any way you want it. Um, I didn't, you know, try and do it a second playthrough, but, like... I'm sure that now that I have the knowledge of where this secret base was, if I wanted to, I could run there immediately, uh, straight from the vault, and I would even bet if my, like, certain skills that I, like, cherry-picked were good enough, you might be able to, like, you know, speed-run the game or half of it, uh, good like, shit. right away and stuff, you know, and that's, that, that's I was thinking about... Nice. Yeah, and it's always cool. And, like, there's, there really is no order. Like, you, you go out of the vault, and they're just like, hey, man, you gotta find the water chip. And they don't tell you to, like, go, go here. Or follow this road. It's like, hey, go find the water chip, man. They you get like you a vague direction towards the nearest town, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They right. say uh, Sadie, or there's a word of a settlement like west, and even though west though is fucking big, like you can go west and down, and you, you would miss it <laughs> yeah. easily. Uh, but yeah, you get to Shady Sands, and you know, you get gentle guidance. But yeah, you know, there's a lot of times in the game where I didn't even know if like a quest was done because like they. Uh, it was just very vague, or like you have to do like weird stuff. Like there was like an inventory thing I had to do with my radio that you only have to do once in the game in this specific room. Uh, and I was like, dude, I have no idea how to do this. So I just brute forced it, and I put a little uh, like C4 explosive to blow the door. <laughs> um, yeah, just little stuff like that. That you know, it's 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 kind of annoying, but also I don't know, makes it more like endearing. Uh, and they definitely don't make games. Like I was saying, I guess comparing it to the latest Fallout, well, latest real Fallout, Fallout Four, I guess. You know, you you get out of the vault or whatever, and like there's like a clear like road right back to your little neighborhood. It's like neat, and yeah. then you get there, and then the robots like, hey, I think that you should go right down this neat road to this place. It's very close, so you won't get lost. And then dog meets there. And you see the city, and it's like all laid out. And I get why. It's so you know everybody can play it and you know have fun. Yeah. But it's so like cookie cutter laid out that they want you to do this every single time. It really takes away from from games like that. 
The best parts uh, of the modern Fallout games are the parts where you go off the beaten path, the signposted path, and you just find stuff that's like details and, and background work. Yeah, it's, absolutely. You know, depending on the game, it can be not that much to find. Like I said, there's just so many ways to like Fallout One. So like I, uh, you know, the the you start the game. I don't know spoilers for the twenty plus year game. So sorry everybody. Uh, you start the game. Your your vault wants you to get a water chip because they stop working and their water's gonna go bad. And there's a there's an actual timer. You have like uh, it's like two hundred days or something. Or maybe it's a hundred. I don't know. Um, Took me two hundred days. I, I think it starts as like a hundred. But then there are a couple things you can do to make it longer. Oh, you're right, like actually. And this is, well, yeah, you know, it's another cool point I'll get to. Yeah, it starts in 100, <laughs> and then if you get to the hub, you can pay a caravan, like 2,000 caps, give them an extra 100 days. However, I found this out when I was doing a little Googling. This game was cool. So you, there is the countdown for the water chip, but then the secondary, like the Act 2 quest, is like the super mutants are here, and they're, like, uh, spreading across the wasteland, um, capturing people and changing them into more super mutants. And when the game first came out, there was a hidden timer it didn't tell you about that was like something like 350 days or like 400 days. No, anyway, it was 500 days. But if you hired that caravan to go to your vault to get you 100 extra days for the water, like in the game, the super mutants like captured one of those guys and it gets you 100 less days for like the super mutant invasion. Oh, uh, no. So there's little cool stuff in the background that you would have no idea ever if you just like beat the That's game normally. Cool. You know, there's just so many little things like that. Um, yeah, I, I beat the you know the main antagonist is the master. He's like this gross mutant that uses the computer, and I I blew up his his lab and killed him without even talking to him or seeing him. I, to be honest, my character doesn't even know if he exists. You know, <laughs> the and I'm pretty the main sure thing, like. No, so, I was just gonna say like you you blew him up without ever knowing he existed, whereas like I played a I build uh, I played uh, Fallout One a few years back, and I played a build then where I talked him down. You know, it's a game where you can yeah. just talk down the final boss. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, if you like, you know, got all like little tidbits and you knew like little information. Yeah, you can tell him his FEV is flawed. But yeah, so you know, there's pretty much like three major things you need to do. You need to get the water chip. You need to destroy the mutant facility, and you need to kill the master. Like the water chip, you do in the first act, and then then you get the super mutants introduced. And yeah, the the mutant lab. Like I went there, and you can get captured and brought there earlier in the game. But I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I went there on my terms, my super armor. And I'm sure there's a lot of ways you can get in, but I just started fucking blasting my way in. I blasted most of my way in, and there's um there's like a little computer and like a like a little room of apocalypse, a little purple robe people. If you blow it up, it just starts the self-destruct sequence. And uh, I blew it up before I went and, like, talked to his, like, lieutenant guy who's like, oh, a rare, how, uh, you know, whatever. He gives you a whole spiel. Uh, so I didn't even know what their whole deal was. I didn't even know. I mean, I knew because I knew the story. <laughs> but, like, my character, I just blew it up. And then, it, you know, it says, oh, you have, you know, 170 seconds to get out. You get out, and then it gives you a little cutscene, And then, uh... You know, from there, I also learned that they were, like, in the cathedral or whatever. That was, like, their main base. And I went there, and I put on one of their robes, and I snuck all the way to the bottom. And my guy's highest skill was intelligence, so my my science skill was, like, 130%. And I went over to the nuke, and I, I didn't even know what it was. I was like, what the... Cause I was just going as far down in the base as I could. I thought that would lead me to the master. Yeah, I went to the basement, and there was just <laughs> two super mutants down there guarding it, and I killed them. 
And I was like, what is this? And it was like, oh, would you like to arm the nuke? And I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. So then I armed it, and then I put back on my robes, and I ran through there, saw the super mutants wouldn't bother me, and then I left, and I was expecting another cutscene, and I was going to go to the Brotherhood and tell them I, you know, I did good. No, dude, the fucking building exploded, and then it gave me, like, the, you know, because of your decisions, this is what happened here. And I was like, what the fuck? That's awesome. That's awesome, yeah, it was, it was, That's hilarious. It was, it was great. Um... I had I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, it's not even like uh, I think the beginning of those games are hard because you just you know have a lot of stats and you know have armor or whatever, and the game can be unforgiving. Like I had the I had the power armor and I did the side quest to get it hardened, so I had like the top armor in the game. Um, I guess you get the test armor. That's good for different stats. Whatever. So I had the power armor, and there were times like you can just get critted for like double your health. And you're just like, all right, well, there's actually, I don't know what I could have done there. I'm just going to turn into a pile of goo and die. Be lucky. Uh, so, you know, it's one of those, it's one of those save often games. But I, I had a blast and I already, I already started Fallout 2. I still need to play that. That's the, that's the good one. But I think Fallout 1 is still very playable today. I really like Fallout 1. I, I've also heard that Fallout 2, well, can you ask the thing, another thing, Fallout 1, it, it plays it pretty darn seriously like you know there's like a, yeah. an odd mutant here too but like there's no oh wild you know wasteland joker like oh this character's uh, a superhero fighting an ant man it's not uh, trying to be like which i still do really like in fallout uh yeah yeah and I, I i really like the modern fallout stuff like that too but this game is just straight up like eh, you're in the apocalypse and there's crazy mutants yeah uh and yeah, they have Fallout, I started Fallout 2, and I, I did the opposite. I gave my guy one intelligence and, like, ten strength. And <laughs> I liked the screenshots. Not lie, it's kind of hard. People, they can't they can't communicate with me. Because uh, <laughs> when you go to below, like, two or three, like, uh, intelligence, it completely changes, like, your dialogue with people. You're just a you brain-dead moron? Yeah, you just speak in, like, uh... That's so funny, dude. Just, like, phonetics. And most people just tell you just to fuck off because they don't want to deal with you. I'm, I'm <laughs> What's having your guy's trouble, name again? Actually. Like, Thurg or something like that? Yeah, it's like Thrug. I don't know. Thrug. <laughs> some stupid... Yeah, just some caveman name. Thrug, <laughs> the chosen one. Yeah, I've got, like, two or three hours into that, and I'm digging it so far. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they're on the Game Pass. I would, I would recommend them to anybody to check out. Yeah, I might try it again. I, I got a little ways into Fallout 1 at one point, but I never finished it. Um, I, I've always heard Fallout 2 is the superior game, uh, so I'll be interested to see how you feel going going forward. Yeah, and as you know, John, after Fallout 2, you have to play Fallout uh, Tactics. Oh, you know, I, I, you know, I was going to stop, but I have a little bit more. That's the only Fallout game me and my brother owned for whatever reason as a child. Oh yeah, you did uh, say that, didn't you? And I hated that game. It was fucking well, <laughs> one. Like I was a child, so it was probably already harder than it should be. Two, the game kind of fucking sucks. Like is harder than the other Fallout games. You have what? to have that stupid squad with you, and I hate. Oh. Like, am I? I know, and you can have a squad in Fallout One and Two, but I, I rode pretty much solo. I had uh, the guy you can get in, um, Junktown. No, not even. The guy you can get in Shady Sands, like the mercenary guy, Ian. And then I vaporized him on accident when I was fighting a uh, Deathclaw. And I never <laughs> bothered getting another companion. After Ian, who can who can measure up? 
Yeah, he was starting to piss me off. Well, that's, that's another dated the... thing. I guess I'm going to keep going on now. Like, the, you know, you can get a companion in the game, but it's not like Fallout now where you can, like, give them your items to hold and carry it back. You can give them your items. If you want them back, you got to fucking pay for them. Or alternatively, if your sneak is high enough, you can, or steal is high enough, you can steal it out of their backpack. I forgot about right. that. That's hilarious. Part, and then certain enemies, and I found this is because it's like a sprite thing, they just don't have certain animations. Like, Ian... He, even if you give him, like, a rocket launcher or a fucking plasma gun, he can't use it. He will only use a knife and the, like, three variations of pistols because he only has a pistol shooting animation. So I gave him a shotgun, a man. and he wasn't using it, and I was like, oh, I want it back. And he's like, all right, give me 600 caps. I was like, oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't just an aspect back. of his character because he's a mercenary? Is that is, is that universal? Do you know for sure? I'm not 100% positive, but I'm pretty sure. Okay. I, I, I could be wrong on that. Because I, Cause I, I could see it being an aspect of his character me. where he's like, everything is a business transaction. You that know? would be even cooler. Um, yeah, that's Fallout. Go ahead and play it. Uh, and that's, I think that's it for me. Talked enough. Well, that's good. Yeah, right, Fallout yeah. sounds well, like a blast, and I kind of want to play it. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was really good. And it was only like kinds of RPGs, 10 hours long. Right? I don't know, 10 to 12 hours long. That long. Ain't bad. You know, everybody talks about Planescape Torment as one of the best games of all time, and Fallout 1 and 2 are what they made right before that. But Planescape is also really good, also. No, I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, good studio. Not anymore. Yes. Not anymore. Not since. Well, was. I don't know. I was fooling. Alright. Let's move on into the news. Not a whole lot to cover today because uh, we had a lot of E3 stuff and things have kind of quieted down since. Uh, most of also, because fuck actually, it. Yeah. Also, uh, most stuff here is kind of following up from E3, not everything. Uh, Back for Blood has come out with a bit more. Uh, you guys want the good or the bad first? Give me the bad Let's news. Take the bad. Boss. Everyone loves right. the bad Back, first. Back for Blood does not have an offline mode, even for solo play. Well, that's fine because everyone should have friends, right? Just play Back right. for Blood All with right. friends. <laughs> now I do. <laughs> now, Greg, as a guy with friends, I know you're going to love the good news. Then the good news is that Back for Blood paid extra content will be playable by anyone as long as the party leader owns it. Well, this is good. That's a good feature. Because I know you guys complain about this all the time. And I'm always willing to buy well, I'm this... always willing to buy the content and play it if this is a feature. Yeah. Greg is a good guy. I mean, this used to fucking suck. <laughs> Very when, true. When you had to buy every single oh, update of content for for the games, like three sixty years of war, days, did that like, call of for Duty. Left, Left for Dead had this right. Left for Dead had this. Hey, right? well, you'd have uh, your little it? flashy name on the side if you didn't have the content. You know, wouldn't let you yep. start. Yeah. So good decision. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I I think the good in this case uh, does outweigh the bad. Like I don't think the lack of solo play is I don't want to say it because there's certain people who, who would appreciate it but like I don't think it's that super big a deal 
just because I feel like this game is a multiplayer game. This is a strange you know? game to play by yourself. I, I still do feel for those folks, yeah. but... Maybe you're training for, like, a tournament? There are a lot of other games out there. Uh, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I do not know. I mean, it, they, they said they... Uh, I think they said that they're looking into implementing it in the future, so maybe it'll... Maybe it'll be uh, addressed at some point. Maybe. I certainly hope Maybe. Uh, I love this headline. The Sniper Ghost Warrior press event made me pretend to kill Arabs, and I hated it. What? (laughs) It sounds like a really tone-deaf, weird roleplay, fake combat press event for this game. Um... Uh, quote, when it's all over, the event photographer asks us to take a group photo with the role players. The participants are asked to stand in a row facing the role players with their fists raised in anger, while the role players are instructed to put their hands in the air and ululate like a jihadist. Yeah, so like, huh. yeah, these people were invited to this like right-wing like training course with like airsoft guns shooting people dressed as like non non uh, distinct or you know nondescript like Middle Eastern kind of attire. Yeah, and there was like a Trump flag. <laughs> it's the like thing yeah, really what? Yeah. Wow, I'll tell you <laughs> what, those gamers wonder- are fucking weird. Yeah, gamers are crazy nowadays. I was almost gonna say like, why would this journalist agree to do it? Like, why did he go through the whole thing? And I was like. I, I kind of understand it just to get the story, you know? Like, if you're a journalist, you're like, okay, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I want to see where this goes, kind of. And then write about it. Yeah, I mean, it's the, uh, train wreck the, thing, you know? the company behind Sniper Ghost Warrior apologized, apparently. <laughs> about the, about the, Why did they have the a platform? Trump 2024 flag there? I don't the know. revenge tour, baby. Revenge tour. That's just. <laughs> just campaign title. I'm like looking through. What the fuck? There's like a picture of like just meat, like on like slabs. Just some meat. Or... Yeah, just oh, meat. Man. Like I meet me some meat on hooks. Dude, check this out. Rotting skull. Ew. This is part of the company's uh, apology. In-game enemies are specifically designed to avoid any direct or indirect cultural representations, the company said. We were informed that in order to preserve the authenticity authenticity of their training event, this request was denied. <laughs> and they still go through with it. Like, well, hey. <laughs> yeah. And to be clear, the developers are not even there because they couldn't like get a flight out. So the developers are no-shows. And then all these like journal people, journalist people, have to go through this weird like <laughs> off-putting training this course. Is so thing. weird. But apparently, the journalist said most people enjoy themselves because they got to shoot at stuff. Probably. Yeah. And his this guy was just a weenie. <laughs> probably just a weenie, John. Probably. She. I say the truth somewhere in the middle. Sony has. Sony has registered a new trademark for PSX, which people are speculating is the PlayStation Experience. What people are thinking is going to be a larger state-of-play type uh, conference event. 
So that'd be interesting if Sony the, tries to do a, a, a big stream thing and rebrands it as PSX, I guess. So if I was reading it right, the reason that people are speculating about this is because it was filed, the, the trademark was filed as like in the category of an event. Right? right. Exhibitions and conferences or something along those lines. Yeah. Because like th- they used to use PSX. I don't know if they ever trademarked it. I would assume so. Didn't they, they use that for consoles? PSX as like, yeah, for the consoles, for like PlayStation One. I don't know. I don't know exactly what. I don't. Know, I forget what frame of reference it was like. Used the the, for, the, exactly. the, 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 the PS the PSX it. is the PlayStation One. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. Well, to, to be fair. Uh, I think the I think it was something like uh, originally like there there were two kinds of uh, PlayStations and one of them was able to do like a certain type of media the other one wasn't so it was called PSX something like one that. of them had like a the flip up the thing and there's a TV on it it's like a built in screen <laughs> I don't know if that's what you mean oh okay sorry uh, I just I just googled it. Uh, before it launched, the PlayStation was codenamed PlayStation X. The gaming media called it PSX. And even though the X was dropped, the name stuck. Oh. <laughs> oh, alright. I didn't know it had an X to begin with, and they dropped it. Yeah, I guess it did. It's funny. Uh, George R. R. Martin it wrote the thing Never for Elden Ring. He wrote the Elden Ring thing. Never even heard of him, the, right? The director of um, uh, George, director of George R. R. Martin, Elden Ring, uh, director of Elden Ring, Miyazaki, uh, came out into this interview and discussed the story a little bit. Um, not a whole lot of details, a lot of just high, very high up stuff, and uh, specifically Martin's involvement. It seemed like they he made mention that they knew Martin was a very busy guy, so they weren't going to ask him. To like write the whole thing, so they just had him write a mythology, and then just tried to build their stuff, keeping very close to what he wrote. Um, so it's kind of interesting, right? It's like lower names, and uh, yeah, I forget. We would never see it, but I'm you know just from like a behind the scenes thing, I'm really curious to like see the document that he provides him versus like what how the game actually ends up. You know what I mean? Right. Like a breakdown of exactly what stuff he had involvement in and where that ended up. Yeah. That would be nice. But I, I doubt that we'll ever get that because it's kind of like a creative mire behind the scenes, I would imagine. One of the things I liked here was that they uh, discussed a little bit about uh, the initial conversation, like how that even happened. And apparently, when Miyazaki approached George R. R. Martin, he already knew about Dark Souls, which I thought was funny. I'm just imagining Martin... That is fighting, funny. fighting darks or playing Dark Souls instead of riding Wind I mean, Winter. To be fair, uh, A Song of Ice and Fire kind of is the Dark Souls of fantasy. It kind of is the books, Dark Souls of fantasy you know. books, yeah. What's that mean? What does that mean? I like how they credit him with uh, not just uh, Song of Ice and Fire, but also. Um, where is it? They say like, oh yeah, he he wrote, also wrote uh, Fever Dream and 
uh, Tough Voyaging, which I think is funny that they even bring up. Because that's a good series, but uh, and wild cards, of course. Of course, wild cards. I just think it's funny that they they feel the need to name drop all those things. George R. R. Martin's most prolific work. Oh yeah, the thing he uh, stops writing "Song of Ice and Fire" to to write more for wild cards. Uh, so to the, to the cheers of the fandom, Greg. I think I got a good one for you here. Oh yeah. Tell me the one thing that would make Sonic the Hedgehog better for you. Um, I don't know who Sonic is, if I could be completely honest. He made a curry, right? I think he made like a blue curry. That's right. You, he, like, you, got, you guessed it. Sonic is going to be a VTuber. Oh, oh, bah, bah, a VTuber? Bah, bah, bah. I, I like those. Those are, those are a thing that makes the neurons in my brain explode. They also want to open a Sonic theme park. All the, what? Uh, hey, all, Sonic. All, I love all Sonic. this is based on the success of the recent movie. <laughs> that Sonic had a recent movie that was successful. God, who, who even gives a shit about Sonic anymore? Like, I'll come out and say it. Like, they had like three or four good games in like the eighties and nineties. Like, have they produced a single good game in the last twenty? Like, who's growing up right now playing good Sonic games? I don't even think we grew up playing good Sonic games. I've never played a Sonic game, actually. I mean, Sonic Mania is supposed to be good, I, and that I, I did hear that was not that's free that on the like uh, Epic Games like Store. Ma- yeah, that just came out free on the Epic Games. And Sonic Adventure Wasn't Two was good. Uh, I'll give them that. Developed by a like a fan I was never guy. a big <laughs> like a, fan. Even fan. the original Sonic game, I had a Genesis. I I never uh, like growing up. Like I understood. I feel like those games are fun. If you have already played them a bunch and know the course, because otherwise it's just I'm gonna run really fast and then hit a wall, then I'm gonna like jump to like up, mess up, and, and then die. I'm gonna run really fast. I'm gonna hit a wall, and I'll hit an enemy. It's like unless you have like the knowledge of the level beforehand, it's you can't do those levels cool. It's not like Mario where I can just run through and start jumping. Yeah, it's like and I was contrary to yeah exactly. The characters the speed, lore, yeah. you really aren't moving that fast most of the time. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, there are speed runs. People who know the levels, yeah, you can fucking zip through them without stopping. But, like, you're not going to get that in your first, second, third, fourth try, you know? Right. Zip zap. But people who are Sonic fans like that learning process, I would imagine. Yeah, maybe that is part of them. fun. I've never played Sonic. I didn't like it as a kid. I did like uh, Sonic and Knuckles, though, because you could play as Knuckles. It was cooler. And he does not chuckle. Uh, I think he does actually chuckle. Actually. Unlike Sonic, I don't chuckle. I don't think he chuckles. No, I really the rap song I, that I've heard, he does I not really chuckle. Think he does. You know what? The would Magic say Emerald Holder. You know, you know what would be the way to go for the VTuber thing is if they get Jaleel White back behind the iPhone. He's there every stream. He's doing his thing. Well, I mean, what's he doing these days? He's got to, he's got to do this. Did he voice Sonic? Jaleel White. He voiced Sonic. Shit. Back in the nah. 80s. Well, yeah, he's probably just chilling. He's the, he's the. He's Did the, I go fast? <laughs> yeah. He, he's the, uh, you know, the iconic like 80s voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. I know that. Oh, whoa. Uh, chili dogs and. Uh, 
don't do drugs and stuff like that. Oh, everybody, I'm getting an update from our from our uh, leak corner. It seems like we got a couple leaks coming in. All right, uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk Fix more about leaks. VTubers. I'm seeing Alan no. Wake Remaster has been spotted in the Epic Game Store database. Uh, that's cool. Huh. Uh, and it makes sense, given how uh, they dovetailed Control and Alan Wake together. Um, they might be hyping up for a revival of that series, or like a... You know, maybe they're just going to make it Control 2 or something like that. I don't know. Makes sense. Uh, I'm curious to see that. I don't know if I would play it, but I'm curious to see it. I enjoy Alan Wake. I know. I, I like Alan Wake a I lot. Like Alan I played Wake. it a couple times. I like Alan Wake a lot. I just... I liked it a lot for the story, and I don't know if I need to play it again, because like, I feel like I still know the story well. Yeah. You know? Look, uh, there's one thing... But I will say that this game needs to have this remaster, if, if it is a remaster that they're releasing. Uh, it needs to have the two DLCs that were released exclusively on the Xbox 360 that never made it off that console. Oh, those are good, too. They're just stuck there. I played both of yeah. them. Yeah. And they, and they continue the story. They you do. You can't do yeah. that. You can't just have... I mean, I know that game is like on 360, but it sucks when all these years later, there's no way to... like. Get back at those without going to that console not, not, and having purchased them. Not that we can like point to one use case as an example for all, but how did the Mass Effect Legendary Edition handle it? Like, surely that had all the DLC included, right? <laughs> It'd be hilarious uh, if it know. didn't, but yeah, I'm sure it did. Yeah, I'm sure it did. It has to have, right? Right? Uh, yeah, we also right? got a report that the Final Fantasy VII remake. That's been spotted on. Dude, I am so oh, happy. This, I cannot wait to play this game. No, no, no. This this I've would be holding a, off on playing it. This one's a bigger deal, I guess, if only because it's uh, potentially a PC port leak announcement from a PlayStation only game. Another one of those. That's good, but hmm. So does it, does it being found as a leak on the Epic Game Store mean that it's going to be a timed exclusive? On PC to the EGS, or does that just mean that EGS uh, security sucks? <laughs> I, <laughs> they're, they're just the ones who happen to leak it. I don't know if it necessarily uh, means that, but I think people are taking that to assume it has an exclusivity deal. Mm. But Making the marks. Well, I mean, it, it makes sense in both cases because um, uh, Alan Wake, you know, the control people controls now yeah and then final fantasy yeah, 7 yeah. kingdom hearts was recently released all of that was on uh um epic yeah last story for the night got some exciting news for I'll all you it. pc gamers out there get ready to update <laughs> your game passes everybody we got windows number one one coming at you what? soon windows 11 what does that mean? i don't want to oh, number what? one one <laughs> They said I wouldn't have to upgrade. They fucking promised. I'm going to read. It's a simplification of the Windows user interface. To, this would be it. Uh, it I guess uh, da, 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 it runs Android apps for the first time. Uh, they said that they've made a better UI and all that. I, I, I don't really know about that. Uh, I saw the UI. I do not like the UI. It seems like a mixed bag. Like, there's some features that look like they might be useful or, or like, natural progressions of ones we already have. 
but it's not enough to counteract the stuff that it looks kind of like it might just be annoying mm-hmm. changes, you know? I, yeah. I'm not, I'm really not certain about this. I said the same thing for Windows 10, but look at me now. It's because they fucking yeah. railroaded yeah. me into it. Well, yeah. I mean, we can't play video games now without Windows 10. Like your one boy knows. Or you can't play that. What was that? What was he was trying to play? And yeah, he he's still holding out. Windows, uh... He's still... Uh, I forget <laughs> what that game was. But I think he's... they did update it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so Dustin. F- yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Do you guys like the uh, the arrow stuff? Like from Vista days? The no. glassy rounded edges? Rounded corners? No, I actually... I like everything nice and squared. Uh, <laughs> I think I do too. Yeah, it just it look it looks better. It looks better. So with me, I like having my windows, like uh, like for like you know Discord and all that. I like them kind of like matching up, like fitting perfectly onto the screen. And with them uh-huh. rounded off, I'd be like that. That would just bug the shit out of me. Yeah, I wonder if I feel like this is one of those things that's not going to be changeable. I just because it's such a big, they're pushing it so hard. I I I know this is just you know. I'm sure that they've done a lot of research, but I, I really don't like the start button and the search being in the middle of the task bar. I, I don't get... I saw... Yeah, I don't so what... I saw there is an option that you can switch that back to being right, in the left. Good. Yeah, it needs, they would have to. I have mean, it, it, it needs to be at the bottom left. You know what I mean? Because some people... I mean, so many people's workflows, I'm sure, are like just... I mean, we are trained to have it at a certain place. Right, right. And so many people's workflows would just be so utterly screwed up. For sure. I mean, I, I, I'm always hitting that search bar. You know what I mean? It's very, yeah. it's a very useful feature. Yeah. And there's like, there's a bunch of good and there's like, that's good. That's bad about, like, so Windows Store, they're improving its functionality. Oh, that's good. But then that probably means they're going to like do more with it, which I don't even want. So that's bad. Like, I don't care about the Windows Store and I don't want more things to be through it. Uh, and then there's going to have uh, Android app Android app functionality through Windows 11. Oh, that's cool. That's good. It's going to be exclusive through the Amazon App Store for some reason. That's bad. <laughs> I don't, I don't that's, care about that. Hmm, hmm. Yeah, that's weird. That's no up. Google Play Store, Amazon's uh, App Store. Google, soon, Amazon, soon Google's going to be Amazon. Step, move move aside, Google. A new superpower is in control. There's also a dark mode, apparently, which you know I'm going to turn on immediately. I don't know if Windows 10 yes. came on came with dark mode on dark mode on by default, but I'm pretty sure I have dark mode on now. Yeah, I do. It had to have, right? I mean, that's way too late to not have a dark mode. Yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, Gamers and pirates out there, get ready to get another free ac- free pathway to Windows 11 here soon. Uh, they will. I mean, of course, it's going to be a free <laughs> update. Uh, so be sure you're be sure you pirate to Windows 10 if you're on Windows 7. That way, you can get to Windows 11. Um, yeah. Please just don't break shit when you're forcing me to change to your new operating system. Yeah, so don't make me have to install it three times like uh, with Windows 10. I already know, but I live in you know I live in a world where I have to 
had hope. hold on to hope. At the bottom of Pandora's box, the last thing there was hope. Yeah, you're right, dog. You know what I mean? You're right. I, I just really hope they've broken this wretched cycle of making a shitty operating system followed by a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like Windows. See, I was thinking exactly that. Like, I don't like Windows, Windows Ten. Rip. I don't like Windows Ten nearly as much as I like Windows Seven overall. But uh, I'm gonna be sad if they make it worse. Yeah, they did a. Uh, they're still focusing on the fucking like widgets and tiles and shit. It's like, who gives Remember, a fuck? Like Windows Eight. Remember Windows 8 and then they yeah. had to like make Windows 8.1, which was just a, like back to Windows 7 functionality. Yep. They don't learn. Oh, I hope they learn, but I have no faith that they'll learn. Maybe I'm just old, but I don't understand how to work a widget. They're just little like things that have different, uh, connect to different things, different like applications. But mo- for the most part, they're like, they're not part of any utility i would want i just turn stuff like that off right and if you wanted something like that you would go find like a, a third party good app made just for that like you wouldn't use yes, microsoft solution yep like oh yeah i'm really gonna fucking use microsoft sticky notes and put a bunch of sticky notes on my monitor and not just fucking use trello <laughs> or something or real sticky notes or real sticky notes. Or real sticky yeah, notes. Or, yeah, or your phone. Your phone's note section or alarm section with hundreds of alarms telling you to uh, what to do. Yeah, hundreds of, hundreds of alarms used, uh... to make sure I wake up at some point between <laughs> 7 to 8 a.m. <laughs> One for every minute. No, I do actually have. I personally. Um... I usually have like 15 alarms that time soon. Oh, jeez. I never use the uh, the built-in Windows gaming like FPS counter. I just uh, I write with a marker on my screen. Yeah. What I like, I use my eyes to look at how many frames I'm seeing. Duh. And then I just write it in the top left corner. Yeah, and Steam then... does that for me. I didn't even know until recently I, that Microsoft has it, that, away. like the I game bar. New one. I like for the longest. I mean, forever. I've just used uh, I used Fraps and then Nvidia Solution. Oh yeah. Other people, other people, certain people can't seem to turn turn it off, even when they should. Hmm. Not naming names. Yeah. Hmm. Amy dog. Amy dog. Amy. Not naming names. It ain't me. Silent man. I'm not naming any of the gamers I know. I'm not gonna be a. It ain't me. All right, man. I believe you. All right, relax. Bro. Oh, okay, good. Uh, well, with uh, your guys' belief and confidence in me at maximum, I'd like to take this moment to thank everybody for listening to us tonight. Rate us on iTunes. Follow our Twitch. Check out our Twitter. Follow our Twitter. Uh, follow our Twitter, yeah, that too. Broken Campfire. Broken Campfire is the answer to all your questions about what is the URL for these various services. Uh, I turned off the TV, John. I was going to come in the wind. <laughs> you still hear him like kept... punching the other side of it, though. Just a little thing. Just small thump thump, yeah. thump thump thump. It's even worse for him because, like, we we just don't see the, and the TV. Right? It's pitch black. He just doesn't see anything anywhere. Like he's just he's just in nothingness right now. He could close his eyes and not see a damn thing either. You know. 
But it truly is the shadow realm. But hey, Vito, you're the one who threw down the gauntlet for Mount Your Friends, and what's going to happen if you lose except a vow of silence followed by eternal purgatory and darkness? Uh, and with that note, I'd like to thank everybody for listening, and Flask, send us out. Oh, um, believe in the heart of the games... Uh, and you will become the king of games if you get Xbox Game Pass for the PC. Now only $5 yes. a month.